Digital only. Young adults. How do we put Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ first? By Shaquille Wardley Herbert, Church Magazines. This is a question I've always struggled with. I've always known that the first great commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. But I have also always been hard on myself, wondering if my imperfect love is adequate when I think about the perfect love Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ offer me. Sure, I willingly serve in my calling, attend the temple, pray, and strive to keep my covenants. Sometimes I feel this is enough to show them my devotion. But other times, I don't always recognize the Spirit. I murmur about how hard being a disciple of Christ can be. I don't always speak kindly about others. I judge unrighteously, and my mind trails off during a half-hearted prayer. I have felt more motivated to be a better disciple of Christ ever since I heard President Russell M. Nelson's invitation to overcome the world. After all, he said, overcoming the world means growing to love God and His beloved Son more than you love anyone or anything else. But I've realized that sometimes the natural woman in me does put the things of the world first. I want to put Heavenly Father and the Savior first. I'm just so imperfect at it. However, I'm learning about what it means to truly love Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. And that is making all the difference. Here are just a few questions I often ask myself that allow me to deepen my relationship with them. Am I serving with a full heart? Between school, work, navigating relationships, and other challenges, doing all we can to connect with Christ each day can seem a bit overwhelming. But as Sister Bonnie H. Corden, former Young Women General President, explained, there is power in making holy habits less of a checklist and more of a witness. The process will be gradual, but will grow with daily active participation and purposeful experience with Christ. As we consistently act on His teaching, we gain a testimony of Him. We build a relationship with Him and our Heavenly Father. When I remember the why behind the sacrifices I make for my calling, the time I set aside to visit the Lord's house, or the quiet time I make to truly connect with God through prayer, I better recognize both their love for me and mine for them. And my heart is full. Am I remembering them? My mind is often a jumbled mess of tasks and worries. Thank you, anxiety. Sometimes I feel guilty when I'm not always focused on or putting Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ first, especially before engaging in my hobbies, simple pleasures, and responsibilities. But as Elder Neil L. Anderson of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles recently explained, filling our minds with the power of Jesus Christ does not mean that He is the only thought we have, but it does mean that all our thoughts are circumscribed in His love, His life and teachings, and His atoning sacrifice and glorious resurrection. Remembering them is about holding our love for them in our hearts. When we go about our tasks with their spirit of peace, charity, and mercy, we are remembering them. 
When we have a willingness and desire to connect with the Spirit, however little time we have, we are acknowledging them and deepening our relationship. Am I representing them well? Recently, Elder Dale G. Renlund's words struck me. You should not identify yourself as a disciple of Jesus Christ unless you intend to represent him well. We become his disciples and represent him well when we intentionally and incrementally take on ourselves the name of Jesus Christ through covenants. Our covenants give us power to stay on the covenant path because our relationship with Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father is changed. We are connected to them by a covenantal bond. As I've pondered my own relationship with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, I've realized that covenants are the greatest symbol of the loving bond we have with them. Keeping those promises allows us to be their light-filled representatives in this darkening world. I've thought about the moments when I've consciously chosen to keep my covenants despite the strong pull of the world, like committing to wearing the temple garment each day, striving to respond peacefully to someone who is spreading contention, or not engaging with popular media that isn't in line with the Lord's standards. In those moments, I hope Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ feel my love through my imperfect but sincere efforts to put my covenants first. Truly, actions are often stronger than words, so our efforts to hold to their standards, although imperfect, always testify of our love and commitment to them. Am I offering myself grace? Thankfully, President Nelson has reminded us that overcoming the world certainly does not mean becoming perfect in this life, and it does not mean that you won't still make mistakes. But overcoming the world does mean that your resistance to sin will increase, your heart will soften as your faith in Jesus Christ increases. I am not perfect, and I still have so much to learn about putting Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ first. But I am so grateful for the endless chances they give me to repent and try again. They offer me grace, and I need to do the same for myself and realize that with their help, I am continuously learning about what it means to have perfect love. As we prioritize our relationship with them, we will be able to feel the deep, sincere bond we share and that growing bond will make overcoming the world and putting them first become second nature to us. Chakel Wardley Herbert is an editor for the Liahona and the Young Adult Weekly. You can usually find her smelling flowers, laughing with her husband Jeffrey, taking a long time to tell stories because she keeps getting distracted, getting sucked into books and podcasts, or petting her cute dog. She has deep faith that with the Savior... Nothing is impossible.